0: Hi everyone, I'm Emily. And I'm Lily, and today we have a special guest with us on our podcast.
1: Hi, um, my name is Natani holt I'm 18 years old. I'm a senior at Hardin High School in Hardin, Montana.
0: Great, so tell us a little bit about what we're gonna be discussing today.
1: Uh, The topic for today is uh, blood quantum. And blood quantum is a system that measures how much Indian blood a native person has in order to qualify to be in a tribal nation
2: oh cool so what are some of the like effects or like requirements
1: um some of the requirements uh other than blood quantum can be uh, how much cultural involvement you have in your community um your location uh it might not even be that blood of that specific nation it can just be any indian blood the effects of blood quantum are uh a loss of cultural identity. A, uh, you won't be able to if you don't qualify to be a tribal member of that nation. Then you also won't get uh, the privileges of being within it, um, such as healthcare, uh, education programs, uh, anything regarding that. And how is the
0: blood qu- quantum um, like tested? Like, how does that process work?
1: Um, the process of blood quantum is may be different for each nation. So I can't speak for every single one, but it is common to use um, census rules or descendancy to make sure. Is there a
2: certain like numerical amount, like like percentage of blood that it has to be, or does it depend?
1: Um, it does depend on the nation. Uh, for example, the, the reservation that I live near and um, what I'm a part of is the Crow Nation, and their blood quantum requirement is to have one-fourth Crow blood. And uh, I'm actually not enrolled at Crow, but um, I am Crow, but I'm enrolled at the United Nation of Wisconsin, which has the same amount. I have to have a a one-fourth blood quantum of Oneida to be enrolled there.
0: Yeah, do you feel like this number is gonna like change or is it gonna stay the same like as uh, maybe the amount of Indigenous blood kind of goes down as generations continue? Well,
1: um, that's actually the controversy of it, is to either lower it or to not have a blood quantum any requirement anymore, because it's hard to meet a one-fourth blood quantum or a one-half, because no one is going to be full blood anymore. And if we continue to have a blood quantum that's so high, then it could lead to the demise of a nation because it's um, in the, the rates of intermarrying between different nations and between different races um, will lead to people not having that amount of blood anymore.
2: Is there any way that people can help like
0: change that requirement? Like students, for example, like are there petitions or any type of way we can kind of bring aware more awareness to this? Do you feel like there's not enough awareness surrounding this topic?
1: Well, um, it did start with the US government implementing it for each nation to put, um, to put Natives onto reservations. But now, um, since we are sovereign nations, apart from the um, United States, we do have, well, tribal governments do have the ability to change it. But um, I do think it, it is good to bring awareness to it, so then our youth know what, what is happening within our own, um, within our own tribes, and uh, I think it's just an old rule right now, and we we need to update it. Mm-hmm. So what awareness oh. could do that? Yeah, for sure.
2: When was this like rule implemented?
1: Um, it was implemented when the U.S. government started to deal with. Uh, putting Natives on reservations, and they would, they would ask, well, they would determine your blood quantum based on how you look, your invo- your involvement within that um, group, that band of Natives, and that's pretty much how they determined it.
0: Yeah, so how do you think that um, other people that aren't Indigenous can kind of help, or do you think that there's any way um, that we can do? something to kind of help this
1: i think by um understanding like like going out of your way to try and understand it because it is a very complex uh new topic well it's not a very much new topic but more people are starting to talk about it more uh, even if you look it up um there are very few articles of people even discussing it and bringing the conversation into um just uh, like modern day um social media could make a change with it, and as an indigenous person,
0: and your how do you feel that it's affecting um, your family and other indigenous people that you know that are kind of starting to lose that sense of um, like belonging to these type of communities?
1: Uh, well, with with me, uh, although I am enrolled Oneida, I did grow up Crow, and so I do know how it is to to have that sense of belonging just because of the title of having like a membership card or a tribal ID. Mm-hmm. And I, I do feel for the people that don't have a nation to go to since they do not meet those requirements. And that's what I think the, the issue is and what needs to be solved because without um, a tribal ID or tribal membership, they could lose their sense of belonging, they could lose their cultural identity because they don't have that community to go to. Um,
0: Like, how do you, how can you kind of explain maybe um, a little bit more about like the nations and how they kind of interact if you can't like join one? Are you, how is it like, like, is there a system for you to like find another nation or is that as someone that isn't indigenous i don't re- haven't really heard much about this, and i don't really know how the system works so if you could tell me more about that well with
1: with nations you you tend to have to be um, a part of it in some way to be enrolled so i wouldn't necessarily think that a um, let's say a white person would be able to be enrolled into um, a tribe. Mm-hmm but they can be adopted into it by um, tribal members, like in a cultural way, because the way we see ourselves as native is different than the way the government sees ourselves as native. So the way we see ourselves is more a spirituality connection to our, um, our culture. And it's, we don't base it off of our blood quantum. We base, we base it off of our um, connection to it. Yeah, for sure. and are wanting to belong to it because every tribe is very distinct and very different so it's hard to say that um like me as um, a crow person could could uh, try and be enrolled in like a seminal tribe in florida because they're two very distinct um nations with very different languages very different cultures we don't even um really look the same but we are put under the same category of native Americans. How do you
0: feel like that kind of category is harmful in kind of putting everyone under one stereotype rather than differentiating by your different cultures that are there within the nations?
1: Yeah, um, the term Native American is just the, like a blanket term of all the, the tribes that are within the U.S. Uh, there are six, up to 600 federally recognized tribes. Um, but there are that are un- unrecognized Um the Little Shell tribe recently just got recognized. And a lot of uh, people that aren't native don't really understand the concept of how we are not all one like one thing. We are not all one race. We're all different nations. Uh, my culture is very different and very distinct than um, the Agua Caliente tribe in um, California and the Hopi tribe, and in Arizona, New Mexico, and those areas. We're all very, very different. Is it correct to kind of compare it to how people are the same
2: race, but based on the country that they're from, they have different cultures? Like, for example, someone who is Asian and is from China versus from, like, South or from India, have, like, different cultures. Is it kind of like that?
1: Yeah, yeah, it really is. Um, The only thing we really share is the, we only share like a similarity of um, our oppression. But we are very different. Our languages um, don't sound the same whatsoever. Uh, Hopis tend to speak the language called, um, or a dialect called Naue. And um, Pro, we speak a a different dialect and it's that they're just very different. Um, Hopis, it kind of sounds more of like... um, uh, like spanish but we sound um our our words kind of sound deeper from our throats like um a phrase could be uh chora that means like hello it's good to see you whereas spanish is like um like hola you like that mm-hmm. it's it's very different
0: yeah so how do you think that um kind of the differences should bring be brought to light and How do you think we can kind of um, not only bring awareness, but kind of show the differences and really understand them rather than
1: think, yeah, they're different, but we don't really know how. There's uh, tribes in every single state. So I just say that it's up to the individual to figure out um, whose land they they are on and how it got to be not their land anymore. And there's also multiple, Native events that occur of uh, from different types of parades to powwows. Um, sometimes there's even public ceremonies and it doesn't take much to just try to see uh, what type of reservation is in your area or what type of natives were in that um, state or that area. Uh, so, yeah, the conclusion is... Uh, Blood quantum is a very old um, system that was implemented by the US, but now we do have the ability to change it. So people aren't hurt, people aren't losing their identity, and they do have a sense of belonging because after all we determine if we are native or not, not the government by our blood. Because the only three beings that are classified under a blood quantum are horses, dogs, and Indians. So that can very much be changed if we wanted it to We pushed forward.
2: Thank you so much for educating us and also our audience on this issue. It's something that like definitely doesn't have a lot of awareness, like it's not taught in schools. So I think it's really important that we bring this problem to light. Yeah,
1: Yeah, thank you so much for having me.
0: Yeah, of course. And we hope to have more people that want to share their stories and talk about things that are really passionate about them like you have to kind of share it on for our students for BIPOC, where we can bring these people together to really make a change like you have now. So thank you so much.